0: Welcome back, everyone. My name is Quentin Carlin, and this is Self-Developed Life, the podcast that talks about personal and professional development. And today, it's going deep into the realm of psychedelics, using to basically help treat depression, anxiety, and trauma. So I've got a holistic health coach I'm going to be bringing out here. And I met him in Bali and as soon as I saw him I'm like this guy is just like genuinely like just like a happy dude like he's just one of those people that you just kind of gravitate towards and his name is Callum Hardingham and he's from the UK he's got one of those cool British accents like James Bond and he has programs to help people heal from depression and trauma using a holistic health approach he's a holistic coach And we go pretty deep into some of the studies around the different kinds of ways that are really becoming a lot more mainstream. If you listen to a lot of podcasts, you'll hear guys like Tim Ferriss, obviously Joe Rogan, um, even like the doctor's pharmacy that I listen to, uh, podcasts like all these big time health advocates are all talking about things like ayahuasca, magic mushrooms, MDMA therapy. Uh, the use of psilocybin, just all these psychedelics that obviously the medical and pharmaceutical industry wants to ban because if you can treat depression and anxiety and trauma with a one hit of these mind expansing and reprogramming their neural pathways, which these um, substances do, these big pharma companies will stop making their billions of dollars because people simply won't need them anymore. So it's pretty interesting to hear the progression of this new kind of therapy. And I uh, won't get into my experience with it publicly, but I can say that I believe everything he says. We'll leave it at that. All right. So, Enjoy this episode, and as always, if you enjoy it, share it with a friend. Literally copy and paste the link on your iTunes uh, app right now. Go down, copy and paste it, and post this episode on your social media, right? Maybe take a screenshot of it and post it on your Instagram story. Tag me in it. I'll reply. Um, really looking to get this message out. This stuff's super, super good, and it should be shared a lot more often, Um as well, leave a review on iTunes, please, and thank you. And as always, you can watch this video either on my Facebook or on YouTube. The video is linked there. I filmed this in Bali under a bridge, so there is some background wind, and we kind of get rained on. So, But it's, uh, it's good info regardless. All right, thanks so much, and enjoy this episode of Self-Developed Life with my buddy, here we go. Hey, one more thing. I almost forgot. Yesterday was April 20th, 420. As you know, I have a CBD oil business and we have a 10% off deal. Also, looking to expand, if you want to, if you're living in Europe, the UK, America, Canada, uh and basically anywhere except for Asia because we don't really ship to Asian countries because of the legalities and laws around that. But I'm looking for people who want to cash in and get a piece of this CBD Green Rush. If that's you and you want more information, how you can get the resale rights to this, go ahead and send me a DM on Instagram. Quentin Carlin, I'm easy to find. All right. Enjoy the show. And, and our CBD is also proven to increase, decrease uh anxiety uh i was gonna say increase the um basically overall uh health and wellness of your system operating due to the cannabinoids so i won't get into the details with that i have other episodes about it if you want to go back in the about 30 episode 32 to learn more about that you can but without further ado enjoy the show Alright, what's up everybody, we're here literally under a bridge in Bali with my man Callum Harding Harding Ham. I almost, yeah. That's the go-to for most people
1: though. Yeah, I don't know it's, why. Yeah,
0: I've never figured it out, but yeah. You know, the hardest thing about me running these podcasts is names, yeah. is names. I've, I've had some real doozies and that's not even a hard one, it's just uh It's a weird one, I don't know. Everybody does it though. It must be something
1: in something, I, I don't know. But there you go. There right. go, we'll go
0: with it. Well, here we are regardless, <laughs> having a conversation under a bridge because it's gonna start raining here uh, in, in Bali, it looks like. But I wanted to bring you on the show because we had a connection at the men's group I've been attending here in Chengdu, And you're doing some amazing work yeah. around the field of depression and mental health and creating programs to support people that are going through those challenges, which I think is super, super important and especially people think that if you're living in a place like Bali, life is all good. Okay. But it's not all good anywhere where people live. People have real life problems and stresses and, and past traumas that they need to kind of get over and just stoked to hear more about what you're doing and your story and go ahead, introduce yourself and come on out. Awesome, yeah. awesome. So yeah, i um, Callum Hardingham.
1: I've been a health and fitness and mindset and performance coach for just under a decade now. Um, and throughout that time I've had the great opportunities to certify in many different areas like hypnotherapy timeline therapy, so timeline therapy is essentially working with people's deep trauma and helping mm. them release it through a disassociative technique so you're not having to go through the trauma again Right. or like uh, have that conversation with a psychiatrist where you're talking them through the steps of your pain you don't have to do any of that but you can make incredible change with some of the deeper emotions like anger sadness, fear, hurt and guilt wow. which are kind of the cornerstones of most mental health problems
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so that, that's been a trip that's been incredible to be able to offer my clients um, and then in more recent times, trained in Ayurveda uh, and yoga as well. What's Ayurveda? So Ayurveda is it's essentially the science of life. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's often described as the sister science to yoga. Okay. So whereas yoga is working with you're working with the asana, so the movements, mm. the breath work, and the meditation, Ayurveda is looking at the mind and the different different intricacies of the mind. Okay. But it's also looking at like how everybody's unique and individual. So you have the different doshas, which describes how you all are built up with different elements. Like I'm a predominantly a pitta type, so I'm more fiery. Oh, wow. And if I can understand that and how that's displayed in my life, I can adjust how I eat, how I live, to be more optimal for me. Right. And, uh, and in turn, you can help other people do that. And can see where they're out of balance i mean we could do hours on just ayurveda alone wow Um, i've never heard of that it's worth checking out yeah yeah it's worth checking out you can do assessments and find out so much about your biological makeup your psychological makeup and with this information you can really start to personalize your life Mm. to get the best out of yourself on all Mm. occasions right Um, and it combines really nicely with yoga like i say you can change your yoga practice to make it more um more unique to you but actually something that's actually going to help you because not all yoga practices are going to be great for you just because it's yoga okay right it's all about bringing back balance in your life
0: right yeah I, I find that you know living in Vancouver I used to go to Bikram's hot yoga all the time mm. and after those sessions I would just feel so like whew, connected balanced yeah, just really tuned in and I've gotten away from yoga um, greatly actually I haven't really done it for quite a while and I I definitely feel a difference where I'm at just in my state when I do do it or even just something like meditation which I'm trying to do Mm -hmm. daily and if I do miss a day I definitely feel that void Um, of not yeah not really having that that time to just kind of check in so I think that any kind of practice that, that makes people more mindful and aware of their their feelings and Life and everything is really, really important. So, dude, it's essential,
1: right? Yeah. You know, we uh-huh.
0: we're so busy doing all these other things that don't really help us. It probably cause more harm and damage to us sure. <laughs> than than uh, than the things that do. So, because those things are being productive, you know, like it's, yeah, that
1: the hustle, that the grind,
0: they're being yeah. productive. And yeah. as long as you look busy, then you're okay. Yeah. I, I, did, I did like a solo episode I just filmed the other day at the beach and I was just like, you know what, surfing like soothes my soul, yeah. like after surfing I just feel so good and most people look at what I've done this past month, basically haven't done anything, but like productive, but I've been surfing every day, I've been going to these amazing community groups, um, you know, meeting a lot of people, having these really good conversations with other guys and developing really good relationships and... That's like basically all I've done for a month, but I feel better now than I've felt in probably the last year, because before I came here, I did feel things like depression. I did feel things like disconnection. I did feel things like just unhappiness, like just living in, in this routine and not really having these things that are important to me, not available to me wow. So that's something I realized just the last couple of days, looking back on this past month here, I'm like, man, this is like the best I've felt. In probably a year so since important. I was in, so since I was in Australia last winter yeah, surfing yeah. for a month and doing the same thing in Byron Bay so but I feel like yeah link, yeah definitely it? so I feel that and everyone has their own thing that sues their soul you know like whatever some people might be yoga some people might be writing some people might be just Music painting art. or yeah yeah, yeah yeah but a lot of times they don't really prioritize that because life and relationships or work and career business gets in the way uh, and then it's not until you start doing those things again, be like, man, I really miss this. Like, this is mm-hmm. this makes me feel amazing. Yeah. So yeah. I think I think going back to depression, with your work, with the product that you're putting together in the program, like, what has been some of your research that kind of is a core root for depression? Like, what is mm-hmm. at the bottom of it for a lot of people? Just not doing what they want, or tra- past trauma that's not resolved, or it's a whole host. chemicals chemical whole balance. Whole
1: yeah. It, it, the thing that I've found that I'm pretty clear on now is it's just such a blanket statement. It's, 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 it's way too vague even just depression because one person's depression can be completely different to another person's depression but often in fact nearly 95% plus of the time everyone's treated with the same thing which is meds right. um, and I'm, I'm not all against meds um, but I definitely just see the obvious flaw within them. Uh, there's not uh, from, from the research I've done, there there isn't any cases of meds actually helping someone never have depression again. Yeah,
0: it's like a band aid, right? Yeah, it's, it's like you've got a thorn yeah. in your
1: foot and you're taking ibuprofen. Like yeah. Find the way of taking the, the thorn out of your foot. Right, yeah. Which people don't necessarily gravitate towards because that requires more effort. We like quick fixes. Right. We like the, the, the pill. We like to just do something that's easy mm-hmm. that doesn't, doesn't require effort. Right. But then. It's it's kind of... Microwave results. Yeah, we love that. We love that. But then they come and they go as easy as they can. And so that's been interesting, understanding, you know, it's completely unique for everybody and not treating it with the same approach. You know, I learned that back with personal training. It's like the clues in the name, personal. It has to be personal. Don't train everybody the same way. Yeah, right. Neither can you treat everyone's depression the same way. Yeah, But... That being said, one of the best things I think you can do is go, right, there's a variety of lifestyle interventions that everybody can benefit from, not only just to overcome the depression they're experiencing, but to just upgrade the quality of experience of life they're having, regardless. Just like, how about we overcome depression and we upgrade your entire life? I feel like that's a better option for everyone.
0: Yeah, yeah. And now that it's becoming way more mainstream where you have a lot of people coming out coming forward, people like Anthony Bourdain, mm. then people that you look and see like, oh they must have this amazing life because they're super famous or they have this great following or everyone's got shit. Yeah. You know, everyone is dealing with and it's usually the higher higher level people are at, the more pressure, the more responsibilities, the more just heaviness that they must feel, and, and, and you see lack these
1: of people. Yeah, yeah. These people who yeah, who are, who are that good at what they do. By default, they are disconnected to the majority of people because not many people can relate to their life, and right. that's a problem within itself if it's not managed.
0: Yeah, and you know? and that's when you see these people like that you think or have have everything they want, and then the next day they commit suicide because they're depressed secretly for like Robin Williams is example. You know like there's all these all these people and that's just like the, the big names. So there's millions of people a year that literally like I live in the big number, number one or number two highest suicide rate in the country or in the world, country in the world. So Japan's number one, Korea's number two. And for example, uh, previous girlfriends of mine, brother, got drunk, broke up with his girlfriend, jumped off a bridge right in front of my apartment. like. So literally, deep. just so like, deep. and that just happens all the time. Like, high school kids, they, get, they don't get a, the grade that they need to get into a university. They kill themselves in high school at like 16, 17 years old. Like, it's, it's awful that there's so much pressure and not enough resources. Like, one of the things that I tell my students, as I mentioned before, I'm at a university. And during one of the lessons, we talk about something about, I can't remember the topic, but it came up about um depression and stuff and i shared a resource are you familiar with seven No. uh, seven cups.com is a free therapy online therapy basically uh, with like licensed counselors that just like volunteer their time to do like one-on-one chat for people that are struggling and i just told them i said look at you know like i know being late teenager early 20s mid 20s There's a lot of stuff going on, hormones, life, pressure, relationships, family, school, career, choosing. So if you ever need to talk to somebody, this is a free website, you can go on and just anonymous, confidential, and I just put up the URL up on the board and I show them the the website on the projector, dude. Almost every single student was like writing down that's that writing awesome. down writing down that that website that's because awesome. there's not a lot of resources available that aren't really taught or shared with pe- people in school, and I think that's the number one thing that should be taught in school: how to deal with their had difficulties. How to be great at being a human. Yeah, just yeah. in general. Yeah, like, it's not only just the,
1: the the problems and obstacles we face, but the potential we all have that's unmet or not even uh, come close to because we're not taught how to just fulfill ourselves in others. You know, yeah. one of the things that came up a lot in this research is it seems to be depression is usually caused by unmet needs mm. or dysfunctional coping mechanisms. Mm. So unmet needs from a physical standpoint, you know, there might be gut health, thyroid problems because of that, or it could be emotional unmet needs, so not knowing how to express so you suppress instead. Psychologicals, <laughs> you know, not knowing how to and, and get out of bad thought patterns that aren't serving you because you're not taught that that's even a thing yeah. or spiritual yeah. and, and what was interesting about what you said earlier you, know, you said um, that I've not been productive and then you know clearly that's based on if productivity was only for, from a business perspective right? right? Yeah. whereas you've been super productive spiritually mm-hmm. and I like to split things into psychological, yeah. emotional, physical and spiritual yeah, are four sections that
0: make up a human being. Yeah. So you've been super productive right. spiritually and emotionally, probably. Yeah, yeah. i like as, the most I've been. The other side yeah. Of things. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's 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 uh, actually die. We were talking about this on our episode uh, at his place the other day. He runs the men's group that we. Oh well, uh, Yeah, <laughs> just super dialed guy. Yeah, cool. And and he was kind of sharing a story how. He thought, living in Vancouver, this is success. You know, like mm. corporate ladder, house, car, bank account. Yeah. And then he found that when he got all that, he's like, well, I still feel this void. Like, this <laughs> didn't really fill me up. And there's this analogy that I heard years ago that people have this ladder going up to a certain top of a building, but they realize that they're climbing the wrong ladder. Right. You know, they're not addressing these other ladders or, yeah, yeah, yeah. that also are super, super important that will create the wholeness and the the uh the happiness that they're looking for so yeah man i think that it's really really important to have a balance and these days it's getting harder and harder because just the pressures of responsibilities, social media trying to keep up with the joneses the just one. always in your face like i think depression right now there's been studies that show social media time is equivalent to how unhappy you are like if you're spending all your time looking at how great everyone's filtered lives are yeah on their honeymoons, their new car, new house, new job that they just got you're going to feel like shit because you're home alone watching all this comparing and comparing you yourself comparing yourself yeah, yeah. so i think there's a huge spike in depression and uh, onslaught of social media and 100%, cell phone addiction
1: 100 percent. It, it's almost a direct correlation right yeah like that's increased and so is depression and so is the meds that you can use and, and depression's not going away so a few things aren't working and a few things are encouraging it and they're kind of obvious when you have conversations right about it like right now this is why these conversations are so important right because mm-hmm. you kind of go oh yeah course. So I'm gonna stop going on social media as much, or catch myself out when I am right. comparing myself, or when I am flicking through. If like I flick through social media and I feel heavy, or mm-hmm. I feel disempowered, or I feel frustrated, like I've inbuilt a, a behaviour in me to go, okay, I'm gonna switch it off.
0: Yeah. So, good. do you have any tips of people who sh- who might want to try to switch it off because people need to be connected? Mm. Like, that's how we got today, you know, like messaging on Instagram, where are you at? You know, like that. But like, what is a healthy amount? Because I did this test with my students, actually, was really interesting. I had them all download an app that tracks their cell phone time usage per day. Yeah, I've noticed this one. Guess, Guess what the average was.
1: Oh, something scary. Like, over 10 hours.
0: So, I had students anywhere from 12 hours a day. Jeez the average was about five and a half.
1: Wow.
0: That's like watching two and a half movies on your phone. A day. A day, five hour, <laughs> about five hours. But I had some like outliers that were just like, what, like 11, 12 hours a day on their phone. Yeah, but that's... the average of across 300 students of mine that I, you know, broke down the data, mm-hmm. we did like this chart. It was about, yeah, about five, over five hours a day. Wow.
1: What did they think when they saw that? They
0: were shocked. Yeah. Especially when I said that's the equivalent of watching about two and a half movies on their phone. A day. Just two and a half movies, just like this. How, and if, if you compound that out, a week, a month, a year, your life, like just how much time are you just. Like, look at the. You know what's really interesting, man, since I've been traveling here? Is my first trip when I was 19. I was 19 years old, and I went to Australia for a year, Southeast Asia, and all that. It's a whole different scene. People are out in cafes, talking or on the beach just hanging out more like groups and here I see everyone just in groups but like this yeah. and I'm just like it's so it's such a different real, like experience than before that, that was 1999 yeah 1999 yeah. backpacking there was, there, I had an email that's how we met up it was, yeah. okay I'm gonna be here I'm gonna send email be. yeah you had to be there there's no like I would have a text like you can text and stuff but it, 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 it's so different now and I feel myself that back then I was happier. Like I just felt like I didn't have to update everything. I didn't have to create the perfect Instagram picture. I didn't have to do this or that. Like you're just you're just watching. You know, you're just living in present. You're like yeah. in the present so moment. Yeah. So right? Yeah. So much more present. So I think that these days with these pressures and stimulus is constantly plugged in to everyone and everything constantly is, is probably one of the biggest keys to why depression is just running rampant. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I think it's, it's the, one of the things
1: that most people have. As you just said, you know, that five hours on average is most likely the average. Yeah, yeah. You know, and how much of social media is positively influencing you? I'd love to see a study on that. I mean, how much of it is people just moaning, whinging, whining. Politics. Politics or things that are not realistic that you're comparing yourself to and therefore putting yourself down yeah, to. Yeah. The majority is probably that. So if you, if you put that in a pill and said, okay, the effects of this pill is you're gonna feel shit, uh, you're gonna feel inadequate, you're gonna feel disconnected, um, you're, gonna, you're gonna probably feel a bit angry, like, yeah. do you want to take some of this?
0: It's
1: like, no one would fucking take it, but that's what's <laughs> We happening. buy
0: it. We're buying the newest versions of it all it. the time. We buy it yeah.
1: find faster ways to consume it. Yeah. Wow. Because we are that's all really trying doesn't... to just be the same. Yeah. the sheep mentality, man. Yeah. And I've been guilty of it. Oh it well, we are. It's, it's part yeah. of our society. Well it's so why that you know, the people who are investing in this buy the greatest minds to make it as oh, yeah. addictive as
0: possible. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's their whole thing, just the dopamine hits and just always wanting that. Just one
1: more like just one more scroll.
0: Well that's what I wonder too, you know, like I, I was talking to this guy who's got a ton of followers on Instagram. I'm like, because everyone is trying to build up their accounts, right? Like, that's like the thing to do these days. And I started like questioning, like, well, why? Like, yeah. Why? Yeah. And I talked to my buddy, I'm like, does this give you more like pleasure? He's like, dude, honestly, it's so stressful. Mm-hmm. He's like, I have to plan every post. I, to, I get all these DMs. I'm constantly like getting hit up by people. Like, I'm constantly like plugged into it because you got an audience of like, almost 300,000 people, oh, you know, that are always just like commenting on your stuff. It's like you're just, it's part of you. Like, it's just, you can never just turn it off. Like, it's just, like, this machine oh, dude, running your life. It's yeah, scary. and I was just, like, and then I heard that perspective, and I'm, like, man, like, why does everybody else, like, look at him That he, that's what they want for themselves? Well, they don't know. I know, but know. it was just really a wake-up call of really taking a step back. Like, why do people really want all these followers? And it comes down to status and like being the cool kid at school you know just yeah, like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. people like me you know like it's that's what it is validation though, validation well. yeah even that's what one, I mean.
1: you know, one of that, those core human needs that we all have yeah. one of them significance right? right yeah and the the idea here is like it's okay to be driven by that to an extent but through what resource yeah and that's so far outside of your control you're going to run into disappointment and right. more and worse yeah yeah,
0: yeah.
1: um it's just, I would never want to outsource myself with. Right, yeah. And that's what's happening here with numbers.
0: That's, that's definitely what's happening here. Yeah. And it's just this new way society is putting relevance on who is important and who's not by looking at their follower count. Like, it's so fucked. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous, isn't it,
1: when you say it out loud?
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, that's really loud. Like, there's,
1: there's a small benefit of building your audience. Yeah. Like, it's like if you have a message and you mm-hmm. want to reach so. more people, great. But there's also a lot of challenge around that as well, and it yeah. takes a lot of time, it takes a lot of commitment. I, I think you can you can manage it though. You know, my, yeah. my my approach has been number one. I don't go on my phone for the first two hours of the day.
0: Oh, good for you! Religiously. Yeah.
1: Like it's just a no-no because yeah. you know if you're looking at it from a nutritional perspective. The worst thing you could do is have something high in sugar to break your fast breakfast right mm. because it 's going to fuck with your insulin for the rest of the day you 're going to go through pits and troughs of yeah. energy and you 're going to be craving carbs. Yeah. I see it the same way for mental nutrition it 's wow. like mental nutrition i 've never nutrition. heard that yeah. Yeah, yeah wow I hit that that dopamine fix yeah. you know that high that sugar high of social yeah. media and maybe getting some likes from the get go that's setting me up in a similar gear for the rest of the day and I find it so much more infectious when I do that right. as opposed to if I don't do that yeah. I just go right I'm going to go on but prior to going on I ask myself why have I got this phone in my hand because mm. we all know like half the time it's just there before you even thought about it
0: Right. Yeah. I just
1: decided I would insert a new step ask
0: why that's good like
1: why am I going on this sometimes
0: fight? I just forget like I have like I pick it up to send somebody a message and then I see that I've got notifications Dude, so I've got message know, yeah. and I'm like well, who was I supposed to message back <laughs> yeah. what was it what was I doing
1: happens so easily right
0: yeah now. yeah you just go down the rabbit hole of the never ending abyss of the interwebs and you're just like now it's ten o'clock at night, and I didn't do anything Fuck all day. You. And you hit yeah. you, you hit your
1: five hours. Yeah. You're five, five a day.
0: Yeah. But, I well, mean, the the other thing too, like I just had an episode with a guy that he was on twenty five different dating apps. Wow. He, he <laughs> oh, matched with twenty five different, twenty five hundred different girls. Jesus. Connected with, with over a thousand of them, and then we talked at the end of it. I'm like, dude, like, how much time do you think you spent on that, like pursuing that? And he's like, dude, I don't even want to think of it. Like just like day, like weeks, like just gone, like just like literally so much. <laughs> mental and physical energy just like yeah. constantly waking up, new messages replying, same conversation over and over and over with different, you know, course, girls, yeah, yeah, you know, and, and I'm just like, man, and I've, I've done that too. and It just makes you realize like, wow, like, and then the thing that was really powerful that came up the, the other night was like, who do you, how often do you connect with people like that are important, like your parents, you know, and mm-hmm. I just realized that like, all these times I'm connecting with just randoms, but how often do I really have these good connections with my family members or mm-hmm. close friends mm-hmm. not even just in real life but even just like through messaging something, or you know just yeah. something you know like yeah. so that's, that there's just we can go really deep here um, I want to kind of transition with what we talked about before we started here there's been a lot of big podcasts and big names and personal development mm-hmm. talking about uh, overcoming depression through psychedelics <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. like Magic Mushroom psilocybin. Simon uh, MDMA, ayahuasca. So, have you found any any therapy or I mean, research that kind of talks about those therapies as really substantial, beneficial, for, for overcoming um, depression? For sure. I, I know MDMA therapy has been something that's
1: been incredible for people mm-hmm. for many different uses. You know, coming off harder drugs, yeah. overcoming depression, PTSD. Um, it seems that psilocybin mm-hmm. is doing the job. Mm. Um, I haven't experienced it myself. It wouldn't be something I'm adverse to either. Yeah. Like, uh, I think if things work and they're empowering for your body, then why not? You know, right. give it give it a blast. Yeah. Um, a good friend of mine's um, worked with ayahuasca three times now, mm. um, and it's been an incredible experience for him. Yeah. He's he's. I mean, the thing with ayahuasca and all of these things at the moment, you know, there's a danger to anything that's becoming popular, right? Right. That. My, my view of the world is like what's your intention mm. and I used to when I was on drugs a lot and alcohol a lot for a long you know, big period of my, my life where I was really depressed my intention was to escape mm. mm-hmm. so okay I'm going to continue to suppress things, make things worse have a high and get lower whereas I think any of these things are great and any of these things can not be great if your intention is to escape yeah right but if your intention is to explore or enhance something mm. then great, like yeah. then it's going to be good, yeah I feel the intention is the thing that changes everything and ayahuasca awesome it probably opens the door. my friend said it, it what it did for him is it opens the door to the things he still then needs to go and work on. Mm. It's not, a quick, it's not another quick fix. Yeah, you take yeah, another yeah. magic pill or a magic mushroom and you're fixed. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. But what it does do is maybe gets you clear on the things you do need to work on. And then you go and do that. And it's just come from a more clear, pure space, I guess.
0: What is it that makes the brain click from a substance like that, do you think? Like, is it... Like, what mechanics happen up here to kind of mm-hmm. rewire something that's been... For example, like let's say a heroin addict. A yeah. lot of people are using this to get off drugs, as you said. What is it that this substance does to stop that repetitive, compulsive behavior? Yeah. What do you think it is?
1: My 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 best guess would be the same as what the the most important thing for anything in behavioral change, which is a shift in perspective. Mm. Like if you can stop seeing things in the same blinkered way you have for a long time and you can right. have anything that for that one moment in time can get you and go let's look mm. at it this one
0: yeah right
1: things can radically change yeah. instantaneously yeah. and i feel like all of them will have that in common yeah uh, and then from that shift in perspective you can access such such deeper connection to love yeah. To to yourself, mm. and, and and reconnect to what it feels like to truly love yourself and love something else and be grateful. You know, because right. a lot of drugs, particularly MDMA, is going to definitely increase that kind yeah. of chemical um, outcome. Yeah. So I think shifting perspective is definitely uh, one of the biggest links between them all.
0: Well, I'll share something that uh, our ex-girlfriend of mine from uh, mm. from Europe, Poland. She runs a lot of these workshops at Burning Man.
1: Right, amazing, and, amazing.
0: Yeah, and she does a lot of work with ayahuasca. She's kind of based like a shaman,
1: Like
0: yeah, yeah. woman, whatever they call it,
1: <laughs> shaw woman.
0: <laughs> and um, mm. I a while back reconnected with her and went through an MDMA therapy session with her. Amazing. And that was pretty amazing. Where, uh, yeah, like usually people would take this and go to a rave and go partying or just go wild. Mm. I was literally. Alone in my room on a Skype call with her, wow. and just like going through it. So that was pretty. Uh, yeah. What was the outcome for you? I I definitely felt a lot better yeah. after, and I felt lighter, mm-hmm. and I felt. Tucker, do you know Tucker Max? No. So he has a, he's he's a, a pretty big author, and he wrote a really big piece about MDMA therapy that went viral on Medium. And I did it after I saw that, and, uh, and I was just like, yeah, yeah, it, it made a lot of sense what he said in it, and I felt a lot of the re- results and experiences that he went through that you just kind of feel this <sighs> mm. letting go mm. of past situations that mm. are kind of harboring heaviness, and I wanted to do with her because we know each other extremely well. So safe, yeah. We yeah. know, like, we know the deepest and darkest secrets of everything that we went through together. Like, we trauma bonded. Like, I don't know if you're familiar with that yeah. in relationships, yeah. So, but, so we both went through just, like, some severe, severe, heavy traumas right before we both met. Wow. And we both just connected, like, you True. know, like, I was, each of each other was, like, our, our lifesavers, you know. Mm. And we were together for about a year and had this great relationship and, Many great friends after, so I connected with her about what she was doing in that space of coaching and you know work with uh, with some of the meds, not meds. I guess what would you even call these? Just MDMA, just
1: alternative therapies. Alternative therapies, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. So went through that process and really really liked it. I did a lot of research before go before doing it and just like Vice has done a lot of pieces on it. Have yeah, yeah, yeah. um, It's just becoming. Even the MAD, uh, I think it's called MAD. um, No, that's the Drunk Drivers. No, um, there's a really big medical agency that's, like, bringing this into, like, becoming... Yeah, I
1: know what you mean. Yeah, what is it called? What is it called? It's so obvious as well. Yeah, I know,
0: I know. Yeah.
1: But they're essentially forefronting their studies. Yeah,
0: yeah, and just, like... Trying to get it legalized for medical use. Exactly, and even yeah. Tim Ferriss is funding a bunch of these um, studies and research stuff. Yeah, he's he's heavy about. heavy into it. So yeah, I think that we're gonna see a lot of these new um, methods and chemicals, I guess, for overcoming that aren't drugs. They're yeah. they're just. Good drugs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But
1: most they've either come from the earth or they can be found in the body already. Right. Yeah. That's and always just, a good sign, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You know, it's not it's and, not
1: aesthetic. Um, you know, it's not something. Sorry, that's been just made. Yeah. Externally, that's yeah. completely foreign to the body.
0: Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, I've been really interested in learning more about that because in the personal development and. I guess, awareness industry of trying to become the best version of yourself, you have to overcome what you've gone through to kind of... It's
1: the first,
0: first, that, first, the first bit, right? Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people try and skip that. Yeah, exactly. And they want their, the quick fix. They want to Just advise
1: other people but not work for themselves, you know, and that's difficult.
0: So, so how do a lot of people kind of connect with you and your coaching, you know, if you want to kind of share what you do with, with clients? and. The work that you're doing and maybe what you're working on now with your depression program yeah man yeah. so best place to connect is on Instagram
1: really best place to connect don't get be on those, there get five those, hours get, a
0: get day those, get those get uh, those yeah
1: <laughs> do you not be on there five hours a day yeah. ask yourself why are you going on there first yeah you know set an intention uh but yeah at Callum Hardingham is probably the best oh, place the link the below moment. here yeah yeah easy 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 um and then yeah with regards to right now I'm currently working on a project with a company based in Ubud called East West um incredible company with an incredible mission to bring alternative approaches to what would traditionally be described as chronic diseases so anxiety female hormonal imbalances gut health and obviously with myself we're working through depression yeah. um from a space that's not reliant on medication it's not um, adverse to it you know there's going to be lots of people in the program i imagine who are currently on meds and I only imagine that once they go through this program, they're finally going to have the facility within themselves to come off the meds gradually and safely. Right. That's, that, that's a big part of my mission, to wow. f- liberate people, to not have to be living in fear of depression. Right. You know, I, I know the feeling, you know the feeling. It, it, it takes your soul if you let it, and right. you're not taught how to come away from this and we're not given the tools and and you've got a society and a culture now that's a complete mismatch to our own human needs Um, so no wonder people feel shit and as long as we keep prescribing to this society we're going to have problems but if we bring the power back to ourselves and as as you are doing in education and we re-educate ourselves and others to understand the core human needs that Mm. we all have you can't ignore them, they're there as long as you're human you've got to kind of go with them Uh, this course in this program is designed to help really engage people back with those core human needs and have fun with it enjoy doing it and just create a life that's going to be so much more epic after it
0: well that's going to impact millions of people i hope so and uh, it's just something that is an epidemic that's not really being spotlight shone in it as much as it should be with everything that's really the and, and you look at depression it branches off into so many different avenues of addiction yeah. suicide you know family drama all problems that problems in the whole story. yeah it just, sure. it's just like this ripple effect so if you get to the root of what's causing all these things, then you'll see a decrease in all these other symptoms and results, right? It certainly will, man. You so, work. so that's awesome, man. Well, thanks so much for taking the time here today. My
1: pleasure, brother. It's My been pleasure. it's been
0: awesome hanging out the it's last uh, the last while, and I'll definitely uh, look forward to hearing what your journey comes Dude. with this new project and keep me updated and. I'm, we can maybe have round two when you're releasing it and kind of give people. let's definitely do that yeah yeah, let's definitely
1: do that mate. and thanks for reaching out it's been a pleasure speaking and uh, connecting as always Bali has a great way of bringing people together like I said man
0: this this month from the outside on paper it would look unproductive but this has probably been the most productive month of like the last year for sure so you guys hopefully if you enjoyed this which I'm sure you have because there's a lot of deep, deep insights here that, that was shared. And so much um, more
1: to speak about. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, this really
0: just touches the surface here. So if you or if you know somebody that has been struggling with depression or anxiety or any kind of things that we all go through, you know, go feel, feel free to share this episode with them and, and connect with Calum and just all the resources that are out there. Like 7cups.com, I mentioned earlier, it's a free mm-hmm. free counseling online chat resource. So there's, there's a lot of support there and if you are struggling, just go, as cliche as it says, get help. But really, like everyone's been through it. There's no shame in reaching out to someone like myself. There's thousands of other people out there online that are helping people deal with everything we went through here. So you're not alone that's one yeah, thing I realized from I always the group. Remember that you're yeah not you're alone. not alone like the thing that I really realized this week or this month going to these these men's groups and people sharing I'm like I can relate to that 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 like we're all going through it. and that's one of the things that people always share like wow I thought I was the only one experiencing yeah. this but you're not it's
1: like, at no, all you're not special in that way yeah, like, yeah it's not you're not unique in that way we're all having these issues yeah Let's Share
0: them. and I think that's important for people just to hear that and then it kind of releases it and that's uh you know, just, just to hear that it's you're not the only one. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, share this with someone that might get benefit from it. And as always, subscribe, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Peace. Right as the thunder goes. Yeah, good sign, man. Yeah. <laughs>